Hi, it's Patrick here, and more fun and games today with street names. And this is one of those language-related items that comes up again and again in the news. It's just one of those gifts that keeps on giving to the pod. Wherever there's a city where people don't agree on the history, which means most cities, then there are disagreements over the naming of the streets and squares and landmarks. I've done a few hits on this in the past, from the South African city of Durban, from, I think it was Vienna, also a couple of other places. I'll post them at the usual place, theworld.org slash language. And I think it could be safely said that the number one city for this, the city with the most arguments of all things historical, has got to be Jerusalem. In fact, it's not just the past that people argue over, it's, it's the present and the future. And this week, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, he defended plans for new housing construction in a Jerusalem neighborhood beyond the old green line. In, in other words, on the Arab side of this pre-1967 border that used to divide the holy city. And Netanyahu, he said, and not for the first time, he said that a united Jerusalem is Israel's eternal capital. But like it or not, Jerusalem today is very much divided. It seems to be like two entirely separate cities, one Jewish, Hebrew-speaking, the other Arab and Arabic-speaking. So what does the man who runs Jerusalem, the mayor of the city, what does he do about that? Well, he launches a street naming campaign. And this is where the story is unlike those other ones that I talked about before. Because in those stories, the disagreement was over what to call the streets. But here, the disagreement is whether to even name them at all. Now, that is fundamental. The big show's Matthew Bell lives in Jerusalem, and he takes us now on a tour of a couple of the city's neighborhoods. Getting around West Jerusalem, the Jewish side of town, is, is not the easiest. The roads are a bit confusing, traffic is a little crazy. But at the very least, all of the streets have names, and pretty much all of the buildings have numbers. So if you need to find an address, eventually you can do it. In the Arab sections of town, it, it's a different story. So just pulling onto an, an intersection here in, in an East Jerusalem neighborhood that's called Jabal Mukabar, um, several main streets coming together. There's not a single street sign. Mahmoud, a convenience store owner, says he gives people directions to his shop by telling them it's past the United Nations building and near the school, down the road from the cemetery. If you pass the mosque, you've gone too far. If you need to order the ambulance, somebody sick. It's a big problem to find them here. It's not easy. Mahmoud says he's seen some tragic incidents. More than one person, he says, has had a heart attack and died while paramedics struggled to find the victim's house, especially since ambulances are dispatched from the Jewish side of town. This is one of the problems that Jerusalem's mayor says he wants to solve by starting to officially name hundreds of streets in Arab neighborhoods. An Arab-Israeli singer serenaded Mayor Nir Barkat during a recent ceremony in the Beit Hanina neighborhood. Community leaders proposed naming a one-block residential street after Umm Kulthum, the famous Egyptian singer. Barkat said naming streets in Arab East Jerusalem is a strategic step for the city. We're going to cover all names, uh, street names and uh, street numbers to all the houses in East Jerusalem. Some Arab residents hear that and say it's about time. 
East Jerusalem has been under Israeli rule since 1967, and only now is the city starting to put up street signs. Akram Abadwan attended the ceremony with the mayor, and when I asked him about the initiative, he just shook his head, saying Israelis are not really interested in improving Arab neighborhoods. Look what they've been doing all day. They've been fixing the roads, they've been preparing, just because the mayor is coming. I wish they had that same energy on a daily basis. Instead of street names, Abadwan wanted to talk about the demolition of Arab homes and the Jewish groups settling in Arab sections of East Jerusalem. If the city puts a stop to those things, he said, then he'll be less cynical. Others are more pragmatic. Hossam Watad is a community activist in East Jerusalem. We need basic services, Watad said, mail delivery, ambulance services, utilities. Just giving people simple directions to your house requires street names and building numbers. People pay taxes to the city, he said, so let's get to work on improving the quality of life in East Jerusalem. Mayor Barkat conceded that some Jerusalem neighborhoods have been neglected by the city. One of the biggest complaints from Arab residents over the years has been the difficulty in obtaining building permits. That means many newer buildings in Arab neighborhoods are considered illegal by the city. Barkat told me dealing with the issue is all part of his program that begins with naming streets. We're actually going through a process of rezoning, a very liberal approach to rezoning the different neighborhoods. And indeed, we're enabling. The, the, the challenge is to enable path of uh, um, both upgrading and uh, making the houses legal. Indeed, it's part of the process and the strategy and the public policy that I have accepted by all the municipality. But many Palestinians would not accept Barkat's vision for Jerusalem. They hope to make the city the capital of a future Palestinian state. And they're wary of cooperating with what they see as the Israeli occupation, even on something as seemingly tame as putting up street signs. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Jerusalem. And there are photos from some of those places in Jerusalem and a video, the whole bit, online at theworld.org slash language. The World in Words is on Facebook, and I am on Twitter, tweeting like a crazed, starving sparrow. My Twitter handle is Patrick Cox, P-A-T-R-I-C-O-X. See you next time.